wealth, security, and opportunity are a byproduct of success. However, it often comes at the expense of deep personal satisfaction and happiness. This is the Design Your Destiny podcast, and I am your host, Penny Chason, board-certified hypnotist and number one international best-selling author. I work with the highly successful influencers, business leaders, corporate leaders who desire a life by design. In this podcast, I will bring to you succinct solo episodes and interviews that dissect the challenges of success and highlights the ways to leverage your most underutilized asset, your subconscious mind. If you desire peace and happiness in your life, better health and stronger relationships so you can enjoy the success that you have created, keep listening because this podcast is for you. What does it take to lead and live a soul-satisfying life? That's what I want to talk to you today. If you're new to the podcast, if you are new to my YouTube channel, my name is Penny Chason. I'm a board-certified hypnotist. I spent 25 years in healthcare before leaving the physical healing world to join the world of mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. So what does it take to lead a soul-satisfying life? This is a question that has literally been asked across the ages. And one of the things that I would like for you to consider is the state that the world is currently in. This is a very interesting time that we're in, and I feel very optimistic. And the reason that I feel very optimistic is because a lot of people are waking up to the idea of coming home to themselves, a a coming home to you, a coming home to me. And the reason that I can say this is because I have been on this journey myself. I have experienced this. And when you step back and you look at what's happened the last three, three and a half years, there has been a tremendous amount of change in the world there has almost been like a reset, recentering, and a refocus of attention onto what is important. The great resignation here in the U.S., this entire concept is very intriguing to me because I used to be one of those people, and maybe you resonate with this, maybe you don't, But I used to be one of those people that when I was in a job, I was always so committed to being my best. I was so committed to doing my best that I would go above and beyond. I went above and beyond all the time. I would literally find things that could be improved upon and make it my priority to work on these things and sometimes on my own time. Now, there are a lot of things that go into that, but the great resignation goes back to there were these expectations placed upon us that if you want to get ahead, if you want to get ahead in life, you have to go the extra mile. You have to be willing to stay late. You have to take on the extra project, especially if you were a part of corporate America. 
That was people were talking about climbing the success ladder, making partner at the law firm, what it takes to get recognized and to stand out. Maybe if you're a physician in an academic center and these things are all beliefs and structures and paradigms that were passed down to us. And if you really want to look at the totality of the impact that this has had, people have had less time for themselves, less time for their families, unless they are sacrificing themselves to make sure that they have as much time as possible for family. Consider that. There are a lot of people who do that. They literally burn the candle at both ends, I know, because I used to be one of those people. Now, for me personally, when I was at home, I prioritized family over the house and, and, and things like that. Like I was never one of those people that had to live in a museum quality home. I did prioritize my family, but I would often sign up for extra shifts. I would take one for the team, right? I wouldn't want my teammates to suffer from being short staffed. So I would go in on my day off and work. That impacts our health. We don't have down time. We don't have time to rejuvenate. We don't have time to recharge physically. So that's one aspect of the physical impact of the way corporate America success culture has been delivered to us. The definition of success that was handed to us and what's happened over the last three years is that people realize that this is not valid. When we had lockdowns, people were like, wait a minute, I have had time to step back, to breathe, to enjoy my life. And yes, there's a lot of fear and concern in those things as well. But when you look at the continuum of welfare and health, and I'm speaking to the US because in Canada, Europe, they have very different structures around work and time off and those types of things. But if we really look at the growth of corporate culture, the growth and expansion of industry through the 1900s, you will notice that health declines. We may live longer, but quality of health declines increased. And that 90% of all doctor's visits are due to symptoms related to stress. So when we've lived this paradigm of overcommitting, when we've lived this paradigm that we have to show up, it has to be in a certain way, when we have created in our lives intense pressure to meet deadlines, this, we're engaging our fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response all the time. And we've normalized this and we normalized it and we normalized it. And then 2020 happened and people are like, wait a minute, there's something better here. So they call it the great resignation. They call it quiet quitting. When people are saying no more, I'm not going above and beyond. I have been performing duties that are leeching away from my personal satisfaction, my mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. And I've not been being compensated for it. 
And it has thrown corporate culture into a little bit of an uproar. So this comes back to that soul satisfying success. Success is not how much money you have in your bank account. Success is having a direction that you want to go, setting goals or milestones for yourself and achieving those milestones. Your definition of success might be living in a homestead, working virtually, and having more than enough contributing to your community, contributing to the benefit of humanity, but it has nothing to do with money. Your level of success might be that you do want a great deal of wealth, but you want that wealth in a way that allows you to live a streamlined life. You have a streamlined business and that wealth is used to create impact and positive changes to uplift humanity. We are coming home to ourselves at this point to have that soul-satisfying life. Here are the things that have to happen. Number one, we have to trust our intuition and our instinct and allow ourselves to play in the world that feels good to us. Right now, what I'm doing with you this is my world of play. This is part of what is soul satisfying for me. And I say part because my world isn't just my work, but this is the expression of my gifts to you. So what are the expression of your gifts? For some people, it might be art. For some people, it might be their ability to organize charitable events for someone else, their gift might be to have this inspired idea that creates immense convenience in other people's lives because people value convenience. So that is service. Now, I'm not here to debate you one way or the other about the intentions or ideals of Jeff Bezos, but that was the entire concept that Amazon has evolved into is convenience for people. So it's having impact, whether you agree or disagree with the degree of the gentleman's wealth and what he does with that wealth. That's another story. But the convenience serves humanity. So follow your intuition, follow your guidance. What feels good to you. The second thing that we have to do is when you follow that intuition, you're probably going to have stories come up. You're going to notice, I don't know, you could have feelings of guilt. You could resent having been told that you couldn't follow your dream. That is your soul satisfying life. Emotions will come up. You will begin to see things inside of yourself that are saying, hey, I am ready to be let go. I am ready to be healed. And there are many ways that you can do that and you can do that release. But to get more in touch with that soul satisfaction, putting down these emotions around these events, these beliefs, these circumstances that don't serve you is paramount. So that is the subconscious work. It's also conscious work because the things that we say to ourselves, the stories that we tell ourselves will rewire our subconscious one way or the other. 
the third thing to a soul-satisfying life is to reconnect deeply inside with yourself, to truly love yourself, to have an unconditional love for yourself. And for me personally, achieving that unconditional love of self is a journey that I am still on. I am in a much different place than I was a year ago, than I was two years ago, and especially from where I was five and a half years ago. If you know that story, you know that story. If not, I will link to an older podcast episode below, but there was a point where I didn't have a lot of compassion and unconditional love for myself. And it's one of those things that when we achieve it, we know we're absolutely worthy. When we achieve it, we trust ourselves. We trust ourselves to know. We trust ourselves to adapt and to create what feels good to us. And we give ourselves permission to change our mind. We give ourselves permission to change our minds. So if you want a soul-satisfying life, play, have fun, get curious, listen to your intuition. And if you're telling me I don't have intuition, that doesn't happen for me, then the next step is the first step. And that is to look at the beliefs that you have around that, to learn to quiet in your mind, to get out of your thinking brain and into your feeling heart. And to get quiet, to get silent. And for some people, that's really uncomfortable to be silent with yourself. But I promise it is so much worth it. I would love to know your thoughts on this episode of Design Your Destiny. Wherever it is that you are seeing or listening to this today, I would love it if you would leave a review. If you receive the link in the email, hit reply. Let me know what you think and I will connect with you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Destiny. I would love to know what resonated most with you. So just take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories and tag me at penny.chason and let me know what you thought. Also, if you head over to iTunes and you leave a positive review, it helps this podcast to help reach even more people making a difference elevating humanity and mankind.